What up, what up, what up, what up? Oh, man, another episode of Trending Tuesdays presented yes, to you by No Stinge Energy, man. We're back with another one, bro. What's going yeah, on? man, I'm excited, man. We got some some, some, some good news, potentially. Oh, you know. Fresh, you know, you fresh, know, fresh news. Lovely fresh, news. Fresh, potentially good news, man. You know, it's been a little depressing the last year. <laughs> you think it's been depressing the whole year, bro? Hey, man, I ain't gonna lie. 2023 was a horrible year for a lot of It was of a horrible we, year. We, we gotta keep it a buck. Gotta, gotta keep, keep it a buck. A lot of realtors struggling to make some, you know, make ends meet. Some went get jobs. Mario's yeah. lending everybody. You gotta keep it real. And the real estate space was a struggle year. It was a struggle year, 2023. Yeah, bro. Well, um, at the end of the day, you know, Jerome Powell come out with some good news that he may. No, no. They said that they are going to be potentially decreasing Rates. the rates. Now, we know that interest rates, mortgage rates don't necessarily just follow um, the, the, the interest rates directly, but they do have a strong influence on how we move from a mortgage rate perspective. And this is going to open up some opportunities. And it's going to open up some unique opportunities in the next year, depending on how you set yourself up for the new year. Shout mm -hmm. out to Shay in the building. Shout out to you. I hope you already hit the like button. Listen, okay. but I'm going to yeah, introduce myself real quick. My name is Byron, real estate investor out of Houston, Texas. Primarily focused on the wholesale space, do a little bit of creative finance, fix and flip new construction, new to the build to rent space excited about that and i'm excited about that specifically for a lot of the reasons a lot of the reasons and the things that we're going to be talking about specifically today this will be a notepad type of session because we are going to be dropping a tremendous amount of money making strategies that i intend on using and also things that i have used multiple times in the past so this will not be Theory-based, this will be fact-based, it will be experience-based. Uh, and if I do drop anything that will be theory, trust me, it will be coming from an experienced space. So you 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 can be confident in the in the potential of it being viable coming 2024. And that's a fact. Oh, it's on you, man. What's going on? What's going on, people? Neil Parker, real estate investor, entrepreneur, last year, Louisiana, been investing in real estate since 2016, full time entrepreneur since 2020. I do all things real estate, but truly love and have a passion for rentals. I love passive income. I love section I love all that. Uh, Owner of Leverage to Wealth, teaching people how to be leveraged where you are currently in real estate. I mean, leverage where you are currently in your life to get wealthy in real estate. And that's me. I'm definitely excited about the, uh, tonight's topic because I'm going to say earlier, the last year has been horrible. <laughs> we got to keep it real, got to keep it a buck. I'm looking at some things right now. We had 11 rate increases since March 17, 2022. That, and that, and that, that's crazy. So, uh, you know, it's been going up. Like I said, it's been up 11 times in the last year and a half. So now I'm looking forward to see what's going to happen when it goes down. I think um, myself personally, I think a lot of people will um, make a lot of money because people have been making money with interest rates as high. You know what I'm saying? People are making money with interest rates five, six, seven, eight. Shit, I was just doing a refinance of 9%. I'm still making money. So let's just say if rates get under 6%, how much more money we're going to make? How much more cash flow we're going to make? So if you know how to make money in right now market, 
you be in a better position the next six months, eight months. That's I would opinion. even argue that you can potentially have a rock star moment. Um, Wait, what do you mean thing. by that rock star moment? You can have a rock star moment. So, so it was, you know, I would say this. So in 2000, 2021, 2022, it was one of those markets, right? Um, I would say towards the end of 2022, it started to kind of get a little rough because the market was too hot. And what I noticed is that it was harder and harder to get good deals. Right. Um, and so that created its own kind of problems. And then by the time we hit 2023, we started seeing the market kind of get into a weird little funk. And it was just kind of not great for anybody, whether you was a buyer or a seller. Now, going into 2024, let me tell you, if you are positioned correctly, meaning you own assets, maybe you've bought some assets, you've gotten to some assets creatively. Right. And we're going to be talking about that tonight. Um, and the beauty, the beauty oh, about the way that I am going about get, picking up new deals is positioning me perfectly for if rates drop. Because you got to understand, um, my conservative estimates based on the rates right now, I was about a hundred thousand dollars in a in 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 loss in particular yeah, profit, right. So you're talking about the new construction projects that you got coming. Yeah, I was looking at making at the time when I submitted my plans to the city, I was looking at making close to about a two hundred thousand dollar profit. That's and what profit. was that? When was that? Time? That was that was that was right around, I would say, December, January, December, so last, January. Last year, exactly. Exactly. So around that time, I was projecting to do about a two hundred thousand dollar profit. Now I'm looking at maybe a hundred thousand dollar profit, which I'm cool with because a profit is a profit. And at the end of the day, bro, you gonna you gonna hit some out the park, and sometimes you're not. But here's the beauty the beauty of this situation. Oh, how much debt, right? Uh, how much debt do I have on the land right now? Zero. Zero. Right. Zero money. That's why partnerships and creative finance is going to be your best friend going into this next year. Why is that? Well, here's the deal. I'm into this deal right now, zero dollars, okay? And anybody that's listening to the sound of my voice can run this exact same play, okay? In the deal, zero dollars. Now, outside of the taxes that I pay for, the plans and all of those things. So I paid those things, but for the specific land, zero dollars. Now, going into 2024 if jerome powell decides to decrease these rates what do you think is going to happen to my profit as those rates decrease your profit increase now now talk to us of how does your profit increase as the rates decrease because you know we got to realize that some people don't understand that some people may be confused so how do you make more money if the interest rates drop so this is what's going to happen when the ink when the when the rates drop, you gotta understand we still have a housing shortage in some areas. So this is still a real thing. So we don't have a market where we've been flooded with a lot of inventory to be able to offset the prices increasing. As soon as those rates drop, I anticipate prices going right back up to where they were, or if not exactly where they were. Like at the beginning of 2023, they're definitely going to be higher. 
Right. And so that's why positioning yourself right now and getting into these deals creatively are going to be key, even if you're picking up deals sub two. So right now I'm getting a ton of deals running across my desk sub two. Right. That I was kind of iffy on because they did not have an equity position. Oh, that I really like. But but here's the play, though. Let Jerome Powell turn around and drop those interest rates. Now that whole game has changed because those prices will go back up. Now, I still don't recommend somebody getting into a deal where the equity position is still not great because you can still get yourself into a pickle if those interest rates don't drop or if the market don't respond appropriately. But if it does, you're going to make a ton of money. Um, you're just going to make a ton of money. And I have a couple million dollars in, in, in development right now. And, you know, and you know, that, Shit, if, if the profit go right, it's just gonna it's just gonna make it a better day. You know, it's just gonna make it a better day. Oh, what what uh, do you think about these interest rates? What are you excited about when it comes down to those rates potentially dropping? Man, I'm excited about because my 2024, I'm looking to flip. I tell we was talking on the phone the other day. And I'm look I'm looking to flip a minimum of ten houses. So if interest rates go down, I already flip in a in a in an area where they have no inventory. So hmm. if they go down. That means more people applying for, for uh, pre-approvals. That means we got more people looking to buy a home. So in my price point, they have no inventory. So if I keep supplying inventory where they have no inventory already, that means they're going to have more people fighting for my house. And hopefully we have multiple bidding, bidding wars and people pay over twenty, thirty thousand 30000 That's what I'm hoping by. You know, because people go crazy when the interest rates go low. I'm hoping they go crazy on my properties. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I make more money. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that's how that's how I'm looking to win. And uh, even on the wholesaling side, I think if interest rates just drop, I say a point. I think the market go crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know if it drop a point, it, okay. Because right now I'm seeing mortgage rates. I don't know about in your market, but I'm seeing them in the six in the high sixes right now. Right now, we talking about for personal homes. For personal homes. Okay. For, for personal homes, I'm seeing mortgage rates in the high sixes. Low sevens right now. Um, out of low sixes, that's what they, that's what all these buy downs and all that, or that's just regular. No, nah, that's just regular. That's just regular. I'm saying, I'm no, I'm not saying low sixes, I'm saying high sixes, high sixes, low sevens, high sixes, low sevens. That's what we're seeing right now in my market. Um, and I think that if they drop below six, anything it's that drops below six is gonna go crazy, right? Yeah, but here's the thing though, what do you believe? Based on this information right now, how do people position themselves to win now? Like, like, what are some of the things you feel like people need to be doing now just in case that happens? What they should be doing is if it happens or don't happen, you got you to gotta boost up your confidence. I notice most people don't have confidence when it comes to actually running numbers on deals. A lot of people don't know how to run accurate comps. They don't know if a deal is a deal. They always got to seek other people to help them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was just helping somebody with a deal just now. <laughs> I get it. So, you know what I'm saying? People don't know how to confidently run numbers on the deals that they look into wholesale, flip, or as a rental. So I would say if anybody's looking to transition or you even in the real estate business now, there's nothing wrong with practicing. Like you're supposed to practice on on making uh better offers. You're supposed to practice on making 
analyzing deals better. If you don't practice, you always rely on somebody else to help you. Like if you have no deals coming in, you just need to look at random properties on Zillow and start running numbers because you need to be tight. You need to know exactly what you're looking at because at the end of the day, if you put this house on the contract, it's up to you to move this house because you promise the seller you're going to move the house in 30 to 45 days. It's up to you. If you run these numbers, if you buy that deal, at the end of the day, that asset can turn into a liability real quick if your numbers are off. If you're looking at numbers from 12 months ago, you're going to buy yourself a bad deal because the numbers are not the same. So I think that's number one. If you're in the market now, you're going to be in the market later. You need to be running them numbers as tight as possible. And you need to be confident on your numbers that you're running. That's number one. Number two, you need to figure out where you stand. Is your credit good? Your credit suck? You got a W-2, you don't, whatever. You got to figure out what's the best lending that works for you in this current situation. You need to figure out now because you're going to get in the business in three, four months, five months, six months. It's going to take too much time for you to figure it out. You got to be honest with yourself. If your credit sucks, put the money up to fix your credit. Right now. Don't wait until six months from now. You need to do it now. Prepare yourself now for the future. Don't, pre don't prepare yourself in the future for the future. It don't make sense. Do the shit right now. And then you'll be in a, a better position if or when the interest rates drop. Because if you try to make moves once the interest rates drop, you're too late. You know what I'm saying? You got too much competition. Everybody's getting the deals that you've been looking at for the last six, seven months. Soon as them bitches drop, it's going to go crazy. So if you on top of that, all those different things, you're going to be ready to go because you've been talking to those people for the last three, four months. Now these people are ready to sell, they're going to sell to you, not the person that that's been doing the work that you've been supposed to be doing. Um, another thing, you got to be confident running your numbers and also don't be scared to partner with people that have the things that you don't have. So a lot of us as, as minorities, we don't like to give away nothing. We want to keep everything to ourselves. We don't like to share. We want to make 100% of whatever the profit is. You chasing 100%, you never reach success because you want it all to yourself. If you're not confident in doing something, partner with somebody that's been doing it. Learn the game. At least, man, your first two deals, three deals, whatever it is. It could be wholesale, run on flip. It's better to share the stress with somebody than do it on your own. I'm going to tell you that right now. Byron, wouldn't you rather lose with somebody else rather than lose by yourself? Oh, that's a fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Like, that's the three things, man. You got to figure out where you are currently. You got to work on your credit if your credit sucks. And don't be scared to split a deal with nobody. Because that's the fastest way to learn is to partner with somebody that got experience. Shit that you think is hard is very easy. Because they've they, they been through it already. You don't have to second guess yourself. They didn't been through it already. You learn a lot quicker if you actually in the field rather than trying to struggle to get in the field. That makes sense? That makes a ton of sense. You know, it's funny, man, that you say that because even, you know, the members in the Accelerator program, a lot of the people who got deals done the quickest did them with other people. You know right. You reach success way faster partnering with somebody. Like, people trying to figure that out on their own. It's been a year and a half. You still ain't getting no deals. Like you figure like it that's too much. stupid. Yeah, yeah, you think it too much. Oh, you you take about ten classes, you still ain't take no action. That means real estate may not be for you. Well, I wouldn't say that. I would say, man, I would say that. You said ten classes, ten courses. I know, I know people. Oh, right. think about it. Chris Bruce. Look how long Chris Bruce took. Chris Bruce took like how many years before he did his first deal? 
But he was consistent, though. He was getting action. He was doing transactions. He was putting houses on the contract. We got people that take 10 courses and scared the cold call. They scared to get on the phone, bro. That's like, tight. you that's need to tight. take some action. <laughs> like, stop taking that. courses and take action. That's what I'm talking about. The people that's scared to call. They're scared to go on, a, on appointment. They're scared to do a text message. They're scared to do everything. Like, if you're that type of person... You may not be that type of person to take the action. You may be the, the systems person. You may be the person behind the scenes. If you're that type of person, you got to realize and tell yourself, I'm scared to talk on the phone, but I'm great at computers. Partner with somebody that loves to talk on the phone. Absolutely. Like, you got to figure, if you weak at something, be honest with yourself, and that's not for me. My lane is computers. My lane is the system. My lane is, is, is talking to the VAs. Stick to doing that. Absolutely. That's all you got to do. Because they got people that like to talk. They like got people that like to, to show their face on Instagram. They like people that to be, be the social media person or whatever, the face of a company. They got people that love to do that, but they, they're not good at it. That person looking for you. You know what I'm saying? So let's talk plays. Let's talk plays. What type of plays do you feel like are going to be um, the best type of plays to be in going into 2024 for you? Um, what are you looking forward to? What what strat what real estate strategy? I know you said you you want to do flips. Anything else that you're excited about doing going into 2024 that you feel like would benefit greatly if these interest rates, when these interest rates change, because they're definitely gonna change. I'm 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 convinced that they're gonna change. Um, what yeah. do you wh what do you think is gonna be the best strategies going into the new year? Man, I was talking to a Section 8 inspector today, man. I ain't gonna lie. For me, first six months of the year, strictly focused on flips. Last six months of 2024, I'm focused on strictly new development. Uh, new, when I say new development, I'm gonna do single families. That's gonna be my first one, it's gonna be a single family. I'm selling every single family that I do, I'm keeping every duplex that I do. Mm. Why? Reason being, why why would I keep a single family if I can build a duplex? What's the reason for that? Well, like if you can build a single you, family, nine times a ten you can build a duplex in the same area. Absolutely. Most times. So why would I build a single family if I could build a duplex? So I'm a, I'm gonna do the single families in the neighborhoods, of course, the neighborhoods that are really not messing with the duplexes. I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the single families and sell them. Now, the neighborhood that's cool with the duplexes, I'm going to do the duplexes, and I'm keeping them. Now, another thing what I'm trying to do, as closer as I get to the age of 35, I want to start paying some of these debt down on some of these properties. So that's why I want to flip a lot, start paying some debt. Like the smallest loan that I have, I want to pay that off in 2024. That, that's, that's what I plan on doing. Mm. I want to pay off at least one or two properties a year. Are you planning on employing some of the strategies that uh, ICE is talking about doing it's yeah boy me and i admit already <laughs> it don't make it, it makes sense like i want to pay off my house that i'm living in right now in 2024 that's my plan mm -hmm. nice so my first priority i would say this um I, I would say that my plan obviously is going to be in the development space and in the new construction space but also also i would say this um i'm definitely going to be still wholesaling Right. None of that is going to change, but it's going to be more so in a partnership. Right. So my plan is I want to increase my partner base um, because that look like? the deal. Huh? What does that look like when you say increase your partner base? 
so so here's the deal. I have a lot of resources, right? And and I know how to utilize resources. So my plan is I need partners. So I need more and more people that that come to me either having a deal that needs help moving a deal, right? And I can just kind of play the middleman connecting good disposition people with good uh, acquisition people and playing the middle, right? Um, and the deals that I don't, that, that, that are brought to me that I want to keep, I want to keep, right? Especially if it's something that I can do a partnership on. So my number one strategy is going to always be partnership. I'm always, always, always. So if you have a deal that you're looking to bring to me, right? I want to be able to negotiate a partnership with that seller and I will pay you directly. So how does that look? So how does that so look? Hold on, hold on. With that partnership, you partner with the seller and getting the wholesaler they check. That's it. I'm giving the wholesaler they check directly. What about if they want to partner with the new developer? What, what, then they can come make? in on it. They can come in on it. We just got to negotiate those terms. They may have top, to bring some funds or something. Yeah, well, yeah, if they want a partner, they're gonna have to, yeah, they're gonna have to bring some money into it. Or, or, or if they just want to get paid on the back end, right? If they want to get, get paid a bigger, bigger check, yeah, I can give them a bigger check. Either they can, they may get a 15k or 20k. Absolutely, exactly. You see what I'm saying? And so, depending on the deal, I just cut them a check right then and there, and I just go and move forward because you gotta understand, especially if it's a deal where I'm picking up some land with no money out of pocket. Right. I may shoot them. I don't know. Depending on what it is, 5, 10, 20 K, depending on the deal. Right. Um, I'll shoot them that. And then I go ahead and do the bill because that's put me in great position because I could take the collateral in the land, take it straight to a bank, bro, and just run the play. All I got to pay for is the, the, the permits, the plans. Right. And any city fees that, that go along with that. And, and I can I can build from that point. Right. And think about this. The way I look at it is like this, bro. The least amount of money that I had to come out of pocket in order to get the deal, right? The least amount of money that I had to come out of pocket to get the deal and the more partnerships that I can potentially do, bro, how many deals can I do? It's infinite. It's infinite. I, ha You know, if you have a private money connect that's going to give you the money that you need to do the deals, as long as you got the money to front the deal, right? You can always have to keep the liquid to be able to start the deal. But as long as you can do that, how many deals can you do? Infinite. Infinite. As long as, as long as you can afford to build it. As long as you can afford to build, but I'm gonna always be able to afford to build it because I'm gonna always be able to have a, some type of money connect to be able to make that happen. So you want to leverage. So what kind of financing are you leveraging moving forward? In 2024, are you? I can tell you what I'm doing now. Right now, I'm, about that. I'm primarily private money. And what is that for the people that don't understand what that is? So hey, man, before you, before before you answer that question, man, we gotta we gotta get the likes up, man. What's going on? Man? We got three likes, man. Well, come on, bro. yeah, let's get the likes. We got 50 people come in on. the building. Yeah, we can at least get 50 likes. <laughs> come on, people, what's going on? Man? At least 10. Come on now. Let's see where we at. Let's see where we at, man. Let's see what. Okay, damn. All right, they didn't shut up. I, I like that. I, we appreciate the participation. Yeah. So how, how are you setting all this up? So let's just go straight from the beginning. Okay. Uh, wholesaler come like, hey man, I got this lot. I want to move. Boom. Uh -huh. So I come to you. I got a lot. I want to move. Uh, 
how do you want to get this done? It's in third ward. I'm asking 30,000. It's a 10,000 square foot lot. What you going to do? All right. First thing in the beginning. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to say, well, look, man, you think this seller is open to partnering with me on this deal and I can overpay them for it. Right. I can, okay. If that is possible, you know, why don't we set up a conversation where we can have, you know, sit down and maybe meet with this seller and see if that is possible. And if it's possible, don't even worry about it. I'm going to break you off, whatever your fee was going to be anyway. And, and, and you can be out the door and get your money and move on. And then I can, I can negotiate this with the seller. So let's just say that the, the, the seller says, I may agree to it. Let me hear what you got to say. What you saying? Like, how does this benefit me? Gotcha. So how it benefits the seller in, in pretty much all cases is that if, number one, I'm going to overpay you for the property. Right. Um, and the way I do it is depending on the seller, some sellers, I'm going to give them just a, a fixed amount. Right. So I have one that I'm negotiating right now where it's a fixed amount. Then I have others where I give them a percentage. So I tell them, hey, look, Mr. Seller, I'm going to give if you give me this land. Right. We're going to look at that land as let's say if the land is worth one hundred thousand. That's going to be a $100,000 cash contribution to this new LLC that we're going to create, right? And then after we create the LLC, after we create the LLC together, uh, uh, let's say I may bill $400,000. I may bill $400,000 worth of uh, uh, development on this particular piece of property. And you $100,000. So that makes you a 20% owner of this particular property or no, is it a 25% owner? And I'm a 75% owner of this particular property because the whole thing is going to be worth 500,000, right? So what that means is when we get ready to sell it, let's say we may turn around and sell this 500,000. We put 500,000 in between land and, and the deal. Let's say if it's worth 700, 800,000, right? After completion, right? Uh, when the seller, when we, when we, when we sell it, Right. The seller going to take they 25 percent of whatever that profit is, minus the realtor, minus all of the commissions, minus all of the fees. They're going to take 25 percent of that profit for themselves, plus they hundred thousand. I'm going to take whatever other profit is left, minus all of the debt. Gotcha. So they're not, so. They getting 100 K of what they wanted initially. Yeah. Plus they getting 25% of the profit of the whole deal. Absolutely. And I think more people will accept that because they're making way more money. Making way more money. Why give that money to a bank when you could take that money yourself? That's my pitch to the seller. And you making 25% more than you would be, but you may have to wait 18 months, 16 months. Now, do you, are you honest and upfront about the time period? Or you just be like, so, so you know. here's the deal. So here's the deal. A lot of the sellers, especially in up and coming areas, and I'm pretty sure this is the case in a lot of areas, whether you are in Houston, Dallas, whether you're in Atlanta, any hot oh. market, bro, where those sellers are not really that interested in selling anyway. Think about it. They're not that interested in selling. They're only they know to sell. what's going on. Yeah, they, they they know what's going on. The only thing that will excite them to sell it sell is if they overcharge you for the land. So 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 here's the deal. We got Shay in the chat right now. How many sellers? How many sellers are 
only excited to sell you their land in an up and coming area, right? If they, they want overcharging that you for it. They only are interested if they overcharging you for it, meaning you're gonna pay 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 thousand dollars more than what that property is worth. When you go to the tax value, right? When you go to the tax value, you ain't gonna be nowhere close, especially in the up and coming area. A lot of these sellers. So when you're dealing with a seller that's not that interested in selling because they know the value of the property, you partner with those people and you give them that 25% on that profit. Now, what do you think they're gonna think? They're gonna look and at it like that. Yeah, bro. It's a win-win. So now they over they getting overpaid for the property. I'm able to take the property and utilize it as collateral for me to go take it to the bank. Right. And I'm able to really go into the deal with little to no money out of my pocket outside of the, the, the plans and the, and the permits. Right. It was a win-win and, situation. Absolutely. You put no money down and they getting 25 percent more on their property. On their property. It's really, it's really more than them, it's really plus more. I'm giving them appraisal value. Plus I'm it's giving really them appraisal more. value. They really get more than 25 percent more because once that structure built, that's way more than twenty five thousand. Absolutely. They may get seven eighty thousand. Yeah, that, that's that's a deal. Now, how often do people say yes to that? Like, let's just keep it real. Like, everybody who you pitched it to, how many percentage of them said yes, and how many so, of them said no? So I would say this. I would say this. You know, and I'm just looking at the peop the ones that I have in the pipeline now. Right. I would say the majority of them will be inclined to say yes. So let's say if we're looking at a 50-50 at a, at a scale, I would say about 60% of them are going to be open to saying yes. But here's the thing. So six out of 10. Six out of 10 are going to be open to saying yes. But here's the deal. A lot of times it do take some time of nurture to get them to the finish line, which is cool. Now when, you, when you say time, you're talking about three months, three weeks. Eight I would months, say, I would say months. you need you need to be able to you need to be prepared to follow up with this person anywhere from three to six months. Minimum. Now, when you say prepared to follow up with them, what does those follow ups look like? You calling them, you pulling them to their house, you saying, yeah. "Hey, what's going on, Miss Shirley? Merry Christmas!" You sending them gift cards, you sending them. What would that would that follow up actually look like? Because we yeah. got to break it down for our people so Absolutely. they really understand. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. So, so I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what's happening right now. I'm gonna tell you what's happening right now. Matter of fact, I had a call with Thomas. He's in the accelerator program today. He actually pulled up on a guy. Thomas is like king pull up. He pulling up, right? He pulling up on you, right? And so, so he pulled up on a guy. So we have one deal that we're doing and it's on the same street. So that deal is pretty much ready to be inked and it's, and it's done. It's the third ward. We're building four townhouses there and it's going to be a beautiful situation. On that you really want street, that one? Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I need that. That one has some title issues. That's the only thing we're working on with that one. But it's another one on that same street. Thomas just pulled up on him, right? And he just follows up with him. I would say on average, anywhere between, I would say three to six months. Some of them may take a little longer. But here's the thing, though. Bro, you're talking about properties in, number one, an up-and-coming area, right? So time is a benefit. So even if it do take a little longer. To, it's going up in value. It's going up in value, bro. You understand what I'm saying? And so the way I'm looking at it is how many can we put in the pipeline? Again, I'm looking for partners. 
Right? And you're so, looking for consistency. So that time is really working in your favor because you need time to start these bills anyway. You need exactly. time for your permitting process. So at the end of the day, you're looking to start new projects every three months, basically. Every three months. And, and then fall in the funnel. Exactly. Nonstop. And the more I can bring into the funnel, bro, imagine it's, 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 it's like cake work at that point. It's just a matter of how fast we can get them through the system and built. Mm. I like that, man. I like that. So you finally got your first one off the yes. ground. Yes. How I feel, bro. How I feel? Cause it's been a little journey. It feel good, man. I went to the site today and I, and I'm missing five feet though. So we got to figure that out. So I was talking to the architect today and I don't know how they mix this up, but we five feet different. Um, so we got to sort that out. But, you know, these are just the things that come along with development. Right. So sometimes when you are developing, sometimes the surveyor may miss something. Sometimes the architect may miss something. Thank God I have good people on my team because you got to understand this could have easily been a 20, 20, 30,000 dollar mistake. Right. Because they could have just moved forward without checking that, right? And then I could have already went with my poor, with my um, with my with my peers, bro. That would have been an easy, you know, twenty thousand dollars right up. there. That'd have been messing everything up. So, so moving forward in twenty twenty four, what do you think um, are going to be the the biggest like miscues, like the people, like the things that people are going to miss out on? in 2024 with these interest rates decrease? I think ownership is going to be key. I think we we have to position ourselves to own something. And I think creatively is going to be the key because the good thing about when you own something creatively, you don't have to bear the brunt of, of upfront money, right? And if it increases your, your overall equity, over that time, you just, it's just a, it's just a, a win-win. You can't lose that way. But if you do it the opposite way, if you do it the opposite way and you just upfront a lot of cash, I don't think you need to be going into deals where you're spending a lot of money right now. That's my thing. Why is that? Because I Cause, feel like. Because some people, that's all they know. I got 20000 to spend. I'm looking to put this down payment on something. You gotta, we gotta realize a lot of people are stuck in the old way of investing in real estate. Like they talking about the 15% down, the 20% down. Like I spoke to the event the other day. Nobody heard of creative finance. Nobody ever heard of nobody ever heard of owner finance. I asked the crowd, average, like how much do you usually hear that you gotta put down on the house? Most people say 20%, man. Some people say 20%. I said, have you ever heard of something buying a property without doing that? Nobody said yes. Everybody's like, man, we heard we had to put 20, 20% down, 10% down. We got to realize that as real estate investors, I'd say probably 90% still do real estate the old way. Do you think that's a fair number? Because a lot of people do 90% not. easy. Maybe 95%. We got to realize a lot of people not doing what we're talking about right now. Mm-mm. A lot of people leave with money. Thanks. So, you know, the, the thing is, we got to really educate ourselves on how to have a leg up in this next market. Because if you're not 
good at solving people's problems, you're not good at actually communicating. Why would the seller go with you creating finance and still go to money if they got the money? That's you up against. You up against people that got cash. You may have some money, but you may not have the whole twenty percent. So you gotta beat them at, at the game. And if you're not good at talking on the phone, solving their problem and, and uh uh nurturing them for months, you're gonna lose some deals. I'll be honest with you, you're gonna lose a lot of deals, bro. So what if somebody can like? come in and say, I got cash, go ahead. Yeah, so what does that look like? Let's let's uh let's let's play that out real quick if you don't mind. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 uh hit you with the uh hit you with the ring ring, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's good. Uh-uh. <laughs> this is what I do. Hey, let's talk about it, man. Listen, man, if y'all want to hit a ring ring, put some fire emojis in the chat. Make sure you hit the like button. Y'all want you know to hit a little role play? Yeah, I can create a finance play. Most people can't handle it on the spot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Listen, hit the uh, hit the like button. Get some fire emojis in the chat. We're finna do a little bit of role play on the creative finance blast. Let's see. Know? Let's see if I'm about that. Let's see if I'm about that, man. Yeah. All right. So ring, 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 ring. You calling me? I'm calling you. Uh, uh I'm calling, calling you. me. You calling me? I'm. Oh, I gotta do. All right. Let's get it. I'm ready. All right. Let's go. So who doing ring ring? Do the ring ring. Let's go. All right, ring ring ring. Hey, Mr. Brown, what's going on? How you doing this evening? Oh man, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. How about you? Man, I'm doing fantastic. Man, I just finished watching a little movie. The wifey, man. It's going good. Going good. Had a good day. How about yourself? Man, I had a I had a decent day, man. I, you know, just kind of busy, man. Was putting up some uh some camera stuff and uh and, and doing some woodwork, man. Camera stuff, woodwork, man. You know, if you, if you don't, you know, you don't mind me asking, what you got going on, man? Cameras, woodwork, sound like you got a whole lot of uh, big situation going yeah, on, man. Yeah, man. I, you know, it's just setting up some security cameras at one of my properties, man. I just want to make sure everything is good, man. That's that's all it is. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. But how can I help you, though? How can I help you? Oh, man, Mr. Byron, I was just honestly calling about this property that I've seen. Um, sound like you you active in the in the real estate game, man. Cause you I hear you tell my camera, you putting cameras up at properties, man. If you don't mind me asking, you have any 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 things going on? Why you putting cameras up? Yeah, man, you know, we just I like to uh keep an eye on my livestock out there. I got some livestock and uh I like to make sure that the livestock is well taken care of, you know, that's all it is, man. Livestock, okay. Mm-hmm. When you talk about livestock, you talking about Bambi, you talking about some deer, you talking about some hogs, some, some pigs, who you talking about? No, nah, man, I got a couple cows out there, man. I got some pigs, uh, you know, and a couple of things like that, some chicken. So what you do with all that? You just raise it for fun? You take them to the cell barn? Because, you know, I'll be honest, I grew up around um, cows, horses, chickens, pigs, rabbits, dogs. So, you know, we used to kill one to a year, we'll sell a few to Selborn. What exactly are you doing with all the livestock? Yeah, we eat them. We we eat some of them and we sell some of them. You know, uh, you know. And uh, main thing is, I I try to offset my taxes too. You know, they're a great offset on my taxes. Hmm. Man, I like where you're going here. You know, the mm-hmm. most important thing when you make a lot of money sound like you make a lot of money, Mister Byron. I may be wrong, but you know, that tax bill at the end of the year. Oh, you gotta pay Uncle Sam. So it's oh, not yeah, like that's why that's why we got the animals. That's why we keep the animals. So 
So how does that typically work with your tax bill with the animals? Because, you know, I really would love some education on that because I'm interested in, in offsetting some taxes as well. I may have to buy a collar to us. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, it just it just works like a little, you know, tax write-off, man. The government give me give me some discounts on my taxes for for having a livestock there, man. That's that's all it is, man. Gotcha, gotcha. So look, Mr. Byron, I don't want to keep you too long, man. It sound like you're busy. So um about that property you got on one, two, three main. So you got a little time to talk about it? I know you're busy with the cameras and the woodwork. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Let's talk about time. it. So that property that you have, man, how long you been having that property? Oh, that property been, man, I've been having that property for the last, you know, 20 years, man. Yeah, gotcha, I actually gotcha. got that one from from my uh from from my dad, man. He passed away and uh, you know, he, he you know, he gave that one to me and he gave another one over to my brother. I got you, man. I'm sorry to hear about your father, man. My grandma passed about two weeks ago, so Ooh. You know, I don't know how it is to lose a father, but I know how it, lo- how it is to lose a grandma. So my condolences to you. So um now I've seen that the property been vacant for a while and y'all passing down the family. You you plan on passing it down to any of your kids? Uh no, man. I, I'm probably gonna end up selling this one because um, you know, if I could just get the right offer, man, I've been getting a lot of calls, man. These people playing on my phone. You know, I get calls about it every single day, man. Are you looking to buy you two or something? Yeah, man. I'll be honest. I can only imagine how many calls you get because it's a nice piece of property. Um, you know, they got a lot of new development going on in the area. So I can only imagine you getting three, four calls a day. Yeah, so you man, said it. Blowing it, my phone it up, man. I, I, I had the time. I, I hang up on most of them. I, I probably would have hung up on you too, man. But, uh, you know, you sound like a pretty cool guy, man. So I just let it slide. But, you know, half them folk, I can't even understand their accents, brother. Hey, Mr. Byron, man, I appreciate you not hanging up on you, man. Seems like I met a friend today. So you say you've been hanging up on a lot of them. You've been getting a lot of calls. They've been playing with you on the phone. What kind of what kind of offers they present you? Because it sounds like they present some pretty little numbers. Yeah, they've been wasting my time, man. You know, that's why I, I ain't trying to give it away. I don't need to sell it. Um, you know, I, I, I do pretty well for myself. I, I really don't need to sell it. Um, but if somebody was to approach me with a decent enough number, you know, I, I, I'd entertain that. Got you, got you. Look, Mr. Byron, I'm not here to waste your time. So if you can, what's the, what's the number that make you smile? Uh, you know, um, that's a good question, man. What 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 you think? What you think a good number? I, you you a real estate man, you know? Ah, <laughs> Mr. Byron, I I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I don't want you to hang up the phone on me. So I'm just trying to <laughs> trying to see how I can stay on the phone. If you you know, I'm sure you got a number in mind. So, so, so you mean to tell me, okay, I got 10,000 square foot in the middle of Houston. Um, you, you ain't got no number that you think will work for me? Of course, I got a number, but I'm sure you got a number too. So I'd love to hear your number so I can tell you my number. What, well, what I'll tell you this. i tell you, you this. Know? Okay, go ahead. i tell you this. You know, um, if, if, if you come in with anything less than, you know, 500,000, for 10,000 square foot in the middle of Houston, you, you wasting my time. Uh, you know, we might mm. as well get off the phone right now. Um, I'm, I'm accepting, you know, 500,000 and higher. And you know, I'm right here. I'm right here by the medical center. You know oh, where the medical yeah. center is. Yeah, yeah. You're in a good yeah. area then. Yeah. I'm in a real good area. So I know the, I know the value, you know, they putting up them townhouses and all that stuff around here every single day. So if, if, if you're not talking at least a half a million, then you would really wasting my time, sir. Mr. Brian, that's a strong number, but I, I appreciate you telling me that you love 500000 Let me ask you something real quick. If you was me, I'll be honest, I'm 30 years old. I got three kids, got a wife, recently got married. Um, If you was me and you would get 
this land. What what do you think you would do with it? Uh, you know, uh, man, you could do whatever you want to do with it. I, I, you know, I would probably build me some, some, some houses on it. And, uh, I know that the properties over here, a lot, lot of these little houses over here selling for half a million a pop. So, um, mm. I know that you can make your money if you was to build something on this, you know? What? What? Okay. I know you, you just told me why you haven't tried to do any of those things. Man, that's not what I do. You know, I'm, you know, I'm an engineer and, uh, and I like, I like, you know, livestock and, 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 and you know, I'm a country boy, man. So what, what type of engineer, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, electrical engineer. Gotcha. Nice, nice, nice. So I'll be honest, Mr. Brian, I got, I got something for you, man. I've been writing some things down. I think it makes, makes sense for you, make makes sense for me. I'll be honest, I can't pay the 500000 Mr. Brian. I can't do that. But I can't pay, I can't pay, I can't pay close to it if, if you, if you open it to hear it. You open it to hear what I got to say, or are you not really interested? In nah, that? not really, man, because you know that 500, I really need to be 500 north. Okay. Well, look, I'll be honest, I was going to come with cash. I, I ain't going to lie. I hope you don't hang up on me. I hope you're sitting down. Man. I hope you're sitting down. I was going to come at 325 cash, but look, sound like a good guy. Um, I would love to do business with you. If, if I can pay you, you know, 500. Over time, would you? Is that something you think you can do? What 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 you mean by that? Man, I heard you know when you're speaking early, you, you sound like you're big on taxes. Man, I'm big on taxes myself. You gotta think about it. If I give you half a million, half a million. If I give you half a million, let's just say the next thirty days, you gotta imagine, how, Mr. Byron, how much taxes you gonna pay on half a million? You sound like you sound like you well off. You make some money, man. So you gotta realize that's like fifteen, twenty percent in taxes. So do you really want to pay Uncle Sam all that money? I'm listening. Let me do the math real quick, man. I'm just trying to be open and transparent with you. Fifteen percent taxes. That's paying Uncle Sam seventy five thousand. You you trying to give away seventy five thousand, Mr. Byron? I'm I'm listening. I'm listening. You got my ears open now. You you talking look, my language? We know we got to realize that you know the tax code is tax it tax passive income different than lump sums of cash. So. I think it'll be a win-win situation. I pay you. I know you want five hundred thousand. If I pay you over time, let's just say monthly payments, five hundred thousand, maybe twenty-five hundred a month, probably over the next five six years. You think that's something you'd be interested in? You got to realize that that's, that passive income is taxed at a whole different rate than me just giving you a lump sum. Um, what kind of down payment you talking though? Damn, shit, Brian, you trying to kill me, man? I'm paying, I'm paying you what you want, and you ask for down payment. I'll be honest, I'm not interested in the down payment part. Okay, well, because you got to uh, realize, I'm paying you top dollar for what you want. I'm helping you save on taxes. If you can, Mr. Brian, just help me out with the down payment, man. I need, I got, I need some money to start this extra process. If I give what are you, you trying to do, uh, man, I'm really trying to do some new construction, man. I've been, I've been really interested in new construction. I think it, I could probably build you. I'm thinking about four duplexes in the area. If I can do that, I think they'll, I think that'll be good for the area. It will get the, um, I get the value I need. I'm paying top dollar for the land. You know, I got to maximize the value. So I'm thinking about four duplexes. What's your thoughts on that? 
how does it benefit me to give it to you at at my at my bottom number though? Your bottom Even number. I, let's say if I was to take you up on the offer of doing it over time, how does it benefit mm -hmm. me to just give you the property at the? Because at that time, it's going to be worth more. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it would be. But you're benefiting because you're getting what you want, the 500K. And you're not paying, and you're really not losing the 75,000. Because if I'm paying you 500, your profit is really 425. But I really want you to put the whole 500 in your pocket. That's how it's benefiting you. That makes sense. We talked about that. That makes sense. So, so you planning on doing some building on this land? Yes, sir. How long do you think it's going to take for you to get the bill done? I ain't going to lie to you, Mr. Bond. The way these permit offices have been going, I, I don't know. I actually, to start the bill, I was like, I'd like to start in the next 30 days. But in reality, maybe 12 to 18 months, to be honest with you. But, you know, once, once we get this process started, I'll keep you updated the whole time. And what if you default and you can't get what you want to get done? We're not in the business of default, but at the end of the day, you get the property back. And I keep all of the money? Yeah, it's my loss, your gain. I'm open to talking about this. Okay. So, look, how about, are you, what you looking like in the next 10 minutes? Are you free in the next 10 minutes? I'm, I'm free. What you got? So I'm a, I want to pull up a Zoom. I want to. You familiar with with computers? I'm pretty familiar with computers. I can send you a link. I can show you the projects that I've done in the area where I partnered with sellers, or I bought owner finance. I bought land owner finance. I can show you what we did. I can show you what they sold for. I just want to show you what we do. Is that something you'd be interested in? Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Cool. Give me about five to ten minutes. I'm gonna go get me myself uh, something to drink. We actually can stay on the phone. I just want to set everything up, and then uh, I can show you what we do. Is that sound? How's that sound? Sound great. All right, cool. Let me go get something to drink. Let me go kiss my wife. <laughs> if you can, just hold on for a little minute. <laughs> I'm gonna show you. What I'm gonna show you what we really do. Love it, love it, love it, love it. If you thought that was fire, if you thought that was fire, put a fire emoji in the chat. Listen, if you have any questions about that as well, if you have any questions about that as well, go ahead and put those questions in the chat because we want to answer some questions right now to make sure that we kind of lay out all of the things um, properly and make sure you fully understood all of the things that was going on because there was a lot that took place in that. What was, was your thoughts about that, man? man. Give, give me some real raw feedback, man. What's your thoughts, man? All right. So let me tell you, let me tell you. So I love the fact that you went for the owner finance play. You know what I'm saying? Because you was able to meet the seller where he wanted to be. That was key. That was key. Another, another killer piece in that was that you was listening to my pain. Oh, point. I'm a dog and listening, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know if y'all peeped that, but see, he understood. You, you got to I got, I got I a cattle. I yeah, I got cattle. I got I got uh uh chickens, all kind of shit that I'm doing to avoid paying taxes, right? And he was able to find the 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 pain point, which was the taxes, right? Obviously, I do pretty well for myself, so I'm not hurting for money. I'm at I'm in the space to where I'm trying to reduce my tax liability, right? And so understanding that was 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 critical. Um, 
the only difference I would have say, and it's not that it's better or worse, the only difference is I would have went was I would have went for the partnership play on that play. But that, that's what you do, though. That's what that's I do. What do. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. So I would have pitched that like, you know, I really want to give you more than what this property is worth, to be honest with mm. you, uh, Mr. Seller. That's what I want to do. I want to give you more than what that. But I'm thinking is. about this. You said ten thousand square feet. That's a small life. Nah, for, not, for, not, not in the middle of Houston, bro. You that's get you ten thousand square foot in the medical center, bro. But you got to that realize that's grass gold. So I'm thinking five hundred thousand a lot. If I'd have known that's a good price, it'd have been a different conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, nah. because I'm thinking Louisiana prices. No, 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 five hundred thousand. Yeah, bro. <laughs> medical center, medical center, uh, ten thousand square foot, bro. You could do so much with that, bro. Bro, you could do so much with that. Um, so, so yeah, it's a different, it's a different ball game. Now it is still a little I, high. It's still a little I didn't high. Know the value, so I don't know if you caught it. That's why I pitched. Look, man, I'm, I'm young. What would you do with the lot? I wanted to figure out is this shit really valuable by you telling me what you was gonna do with the lot. Yeah. So here's I don't the know thing. the market. Somebody just asked the question, why would somebody accept no money down, right? Um, why would they accept that no money down? Bruh, it's all about the conversation. If you can get them comfortable with you, they cool with working with you. And you got to realize, I'm giving him what he wants. He's not paying no taxes. He getting all the benefits right now. I got to I gotta get something. Mr. Mr. Seller, you winning all type of ways. I'm losing right now. Is there any way you can help me? Like, it's going to take a lot of money to get this started. I got to get permits. I got soft cars. I got to see. I got to get dirt tests. I got to get an engineer out there. I got to see if I can really do what I want to do on this property. I got to spend at least 50000 Like, Mr. Tell, I need, I need something. So it's, I would say the tax benefits, uh, that, you know what? Just because of that no money down is the reason why I would have went straight partnership play. Because, yeah. um. You know, I ain't gonna give you nothing, Mr. Seller. I ain't gonna give you nothing, but I'm gonna give you a big bag at the at the end, Mr. <laughs> Seller. And, and I'm gonna overpay you for the property. Yeah, see, see, yeah. Kelly, Kelly just putting that right shoe property value. Absolutely. Anything in that medical center, listen, you're gonna be it's gonna hit you in your head for that property. Um, that's just that's just how that's just how it goes, especially if it's if it's uh uh in in the city, uh in certain areas. But so, we gotta get the likes up for the role play, man. That was on yeah. the spot. That was on the spot. That was on the spot, man. Get the likes up real quick, man. At least get to 45, man. Y'all help us out real quick, man. Yeah, it's the 45, man. Yeah, for a lot. So, you know, at the end of the day, I have conversations with sellers like this all the time. And I'm like, chill. But I be throwing a pin in the air, just talking, listening at the same time, bro. <laughs> if you're not a good, if you're not a good person with memory, you gotta get a pen, start writing things down. Everything they say that you can talk about. And add value or pull them out. Sometimes you can be like, oh, you like football. You like Dallas? Dallas. Oh, my God. They got to be the worst team in the league. Or just, you got to do something. Something to get them talking, make them feel comfortable. All Dallas Absolutely. fans hate when you say they trash, bro. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good conversation. I'm telling you. Like, if you're not good at remembering, write some things down. If you just have genuine conversations, be cool on the phone. Be yourself. Don't try to overdo it. Don't try to sound like you're super educated. You know everything. Don't do that. Just chill. Have a good time on the phone, and you will close more deals, especially when it comes to on the finance. What should what, what would you be start? the closing cost on five hundred thousand? It depends, man. It it really de <laughs> it depends. It may not be that much if you don't have no loan in place. Yeah. Right? If he don't, 
So he shouldn't have a loan because the property got passed down. That's what I, another act again. You plan on pa- passing this property down to your kids? That would have been a different situation. But yeah. uh, if he owned it outright and y'all just doing the finance and shit, it, wouldn't, it shouldn't be that much. They just doing title. Yeah, that's it. Just title insurance. That's all you're really paying for at that point. Um, so that that's easy. That's easy work. So I would say this. I would say this. So what would what what, what my, the only difference that I would have uh, added to that is I would have went with the partnership play, right? I would have pitched him with overpaying him for the property, right? Giving him more than what it's worth. That would have been my pitch. Um, and I would have told him, look, you know, uh, me and you a partner on this deal. Uh, after the completion of the bill, you know, and we sell these assets off. I'm gonna give you your percentage. You keep. I'm gonna keep my percentage, and we could cut ties, or we could keep some of the properties. It's up to you. You may want to hold on to one or two of the properties. I may want to hold on to one or two of the properties. Um, I got a question about that. Yeah, because do you think every seller is good to partner with? Probably not. But let me tell you why. We gotta we gotta talk about that because somebody here listen. Fuck around partner with somebody and they will give them a, whole, a headache the whole time. They're going to give them a headache the whole time. But that's why it's critically important, you guys, that you when you writing up, when you writing up your 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 um the powers. Right. When you're giving yourself a certain amount of power. Let me show you something. You have to be in 100 percent control of the LLC. And I wish I could share my screen right now and show you. Let me see if I can present real quick. Let me see if I can share my screen. Um, I look like I can share my screen. Yeah. Ooh, let's see what we got here. Yeah. Okay. So let me show you what this look like real quick. So, so, okay. So it says the manager has general supervision, direction, and control of the business, the LLC. In addition, Subject to provisions of the state of organizations law. Okay, any limit. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Uh, requiring repro- uh, approval from the members. Okay, so basically what it is, I can select and remove all officers and agents and employees of the LLC prescribed to any powers and duties for the officers that are uh, consistent with the law. Okay, I'm going to show you something real quick. Let me find my magic spot. So this is the um, operating can, agreement that this, you actually have. This right is now. the operating agreement that I actually have right now. So I can change the principal business office from one location to another. Uh, I could qualify the LLC to do business in any state, territory, dependent dependency, or country conduct business without the United States. Uh, I can borrow money and incur uh, indebtedness on behalf of the LLC and cause to be. Uh, executed and delivered for the LLC purposes, bro. I can literally do everything. I have all of the power and control to manage this this LLC. I can and call you ain't a meeting, huh? You ain't pay nothing for the land. I ain't pay nothing for the land, but I can control every aspect of the land once I go into this partnership. For that very reason. Now, what this sets me up to do is, I don't, I don't have to like my partner after six months. I don't have to like them after after 12 months, but I will have control over that asset 
right? Until we until we complete it. Now, the only control I can't have is screwing them out of their money. They're gonna get their money regardless. But when it comes down to how I conduct the business, I have absolute 100% unmitigated control over that. Mm. That's a win. Absolutely. And here's the thing. Sure. A lot of the sellers don't want control because they don't understand that side of the business anyway. So if, 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 if I don't have that level of control, the bank ain't going to let me even get the money how I need to get the money anyway. Right. So I need absolute control to be able to do all of the things I need to do. So let's talk about that. Once you get that private in the contract and you have that the LLC and the operating agreement in place, what is that next step? How are you leveraging that actual land? Like what is the step by step? You got the contract, you got the LLC. Now what's next? So the next step is going to be the next step is going to be um, going and getting funding. Right. So I'm going to get funding. That's my next step. I'm going to get some. I'm going to talk to people about funding. And then after that, I'm going to get with my. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to take that back. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go to my architect and I'm going to go and see exactly what I can build. Right. And here's the, the key to building. This is what makes building so sweet. Um, in comparison to other things, all I'm gonna do, oh, is I'm gonna look at all of the comps in the area, all of the comps. I'm gonna look at all of the properties that are selling for this particular amount, that particular amount, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my architect and I'm gonna say, hey, can you build me this particular plan? I want to build it maybe 200 square foot smaller. Okay, I'm always gonna build smaller. I don't want to. What's the reason for that? Because. I get more, I get more profit the right, smaller right, I build. Right. Yeah. So if I'm, if I'm, if, because a lot of times, bro, the difference between 200 square foot and a hundred square foot, it don't, it, depending on the area, it, you can still get around the same, pro, if not more profit. So I'm always build slightly smaller than my competition. Right. Mm. Um, and, and, and I get to build it that way. So, I mean, it's, it's just a beautiful situation. If you get to build exactly what is going to profit you the most amount of money. So when you say you go for funding, are you doing, like, I'm going to get a loan on the land. I'm going to get a lot of credit on the land. I'm going to go to a small bank and say, look, I'm trying to build this. Or you go My to hard money lender, you go to private money. Like what? What does that funding piece look like? So I'm going to go to hard money lenders and I'm going to go to private money lenders, right? Because I never want to be left hanging at the closing table. All of them will leave you hanging at the closing table if you're not careful, right? That's why we interview all of these entities first, right? And so I'm going to go to private money first because private money is going to give me the most amount of flexibility. Because if they know that they're going into the deal and they can collateralize that land, they know that it's a, it's a no-lose situation for them, right? So let's say, for instance, if I go to them with a $100,000 piece of land, right, and I tell them, look, don't even worry about giving me any money before you see anything. I'm going to put up the money to, for the foundation, and you just come back and refund me the money I put up for the foundation when it passes inspection. So the lender... I got a private money lender that has a no lose situation because they're only giving me money based on what I've already put up money to build. So it's a no lose situation. Plus I'm going to have builders risk. I'm going to have all of my insurance and it's, it's, it's just a no lose situation. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
So when you're talking to these private money lenders, what does that conversation look like? It depends. So you got you have two different types of private money lenders. You have some private money lenders who are more like hard money lenders, right? And then you have other private money lenders who will give you the money to fund a project, right? And so depending on the the, the type of private money that I'm doing, right? That that conversation is different. So if it's somebody looking to go into partner long term partnership with me, then we gonna do deals together. And so I'm just gonna keep their money moving in and out of projects. Now, if it's somebody that is just a hard money lender, but that's that's using private money, then I'm just gonna use their money, give them a percent back on their money, and that's it. That's that's, that's it's just that simple. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. We got a, a question. So once you build a duplexes, then you would pay the 500K minus what you already paid. Correct. Correct. Well, I would say this. 500K is what, what we paid. That's what we that's all in. That's everything we paid. Right. And so after the realtor fees, closing costs, all of the different incentives or whatever we had to throw into the deal to make it to make it sell. Um, all of the rest of it is pure profit and we just bust it down accordingly. If the if the seller is 50% owner or my hard or my private money lender is whatever percent owner, we just bust it down accordingly. Like it, man. What other questions we got? They said I can't stand to see 400k properties with, with tiny bedrooms and closets, definitely not. For uh, not a win for the buyer. That's, that's all you see now. Though. I, I never seen no new developments yeah. with no, no big yeah. rooms. That's big. Yeah. So where I'm, I'm a probably cut is gonna be you know living, living, living room, right? Uh, you know, I may cut a little bit of that that dining. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm never gonna be the biggest, and I'm not even gonna build to the exact specs of my competitors. It just don't make sense in this market with with interest rates going up. You never want to be overbuilding, right? Because typically, when you overbuild, you 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 take don't the get the return. You don't get the return. It's almost a guarantee you're not gonna get the return for it. So I think a lot of people, you know, people that's just getting started with the billing, they're billing with emotion and not off profit and numbers. Fact. Like even when people that first started rehabbing houses, they they rehabbing houses. Like they're about to live there. And a lot of people that flip houses really don't make they don't really make money. Like people be making five, ten thousand dollars and cool with that. I'm not cool with flipping a house and making five, ten thousand dollars. I don't think it's worth worth my time. Facts. So everything that you're doing in real estate should be straight off of numbers. No emotions should be involved unless, you know, it's, it's you know, it's a house that you grew up in or something like that. You know, maybe something like that. But Actually, buying a house to flip for a profit, man, don't get any feelings about the property, man. All the comps is tile showers. What a tile shower, man. You ain't got to put no steam shower. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if all if all the houses got tile countertops, you go ahead and put you some tile countertops, man. You ain't got to go with the granite in the court. Because the thing you about it do. is you're not going to get your money for it. You're just not. No. You're not going to get your money. The only area where, and it depends on the area, the only area where I plan on spending money that I don't really care if I get the money back is I'm, I am going to be doing smart homes. But I believe I I believe in the markets where I'm building, people will appreciate that. Right. Um, I'm going to be building smart homes and I'm doing it for two reasons. Right. Let me tell you why. 
right? So I'm going to have Ethernet throughout my entire bills, right? So every, huh? That's expensive wire, huh? Uh, not that much. You know, it's it's not that bad. I mean, you could get some Cat 6 wire and you could run it through a whole house, man. I, I think we did the office. At the office, we did. And all of my bills, I've, I've done it. So, but uh, at the office, I think it cost us maybe about $1,500, $2,000. is the benefit of doing a smart house rather than a regular bill? Yeah. So when you have that Ethernet already run, bro, you just future-proof. If you want to set up security cameras, high-level security cameras, you could do that. If you want to run faster internet speeds, because a lot of people are wanting to hardwire their internet speeds. This is a growing thing. It's not a big thing with a lot of people, because a lot of people think of Wi-Fi off top, but it's a lot of people who really appreciate Ethernet being already run, and they will overpay for it. They will overpay for it. Especially people like be working from home. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. It's 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 a new trend. It's it's not something that everybody can 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 appreciate because we haven't seen it. But when people know that it's Ethernet here, yes, it's a high appreciation. Plus, if I decide to keep it, I can wire the house is a whole lot easier for my security and all of those different things in the future. So so that's the reason why. Like I see I see the producer in the back dancing. She loving that Ethernet talk. That's, <laughs> that is crazy. I ain't know. We get shout out to the nerds in the building. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you can appreciate yeah. Ethernet being pre-wired in the house, go ahead and put a five emoji in the chat. I just want to know if we got some nerds in the building who can appreciate yeah, uh, that happening. Also, speakers, smart speakers. Smart speakers, all of those things are uh, a benefit to having Ethernet in the house, especially in big cities, for sure. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> like, my, my computer right now is not hardwired, but I need to go buy me an Ethernet cable to hardwire. I, I was just talking about that before those we started the show. Those speeds I'm, sure yours is hard, I'm sure yours is hardwired, right? Yeah, well, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes, because I have to run a long cable. Because you know what I mean. Oh yeah, I remember you said that you got to run it from a from upstairs or downstairs. Yeah, it's crazy. But any house that I'm building, it will have it will have Ethernet for sure because that's the play. That's and it's more it the future. Difference, though? Huh? Is it a big difference? From it's a massive really? difference. It's a massive, not even close. Not so the even. speed is like way fast, it, bro. It's not even. Not only not only faster, but it's stable. Right. You got to understand, bro. Everybody got Wi-Fi. The congestion is getting crazy. Right. So it's just 10 times. But and here's the thing. Even if you want better Wi-Fi. Right. If you want better Wi-Fi. Look, let me show you something. Let me show you something. If you want Wi-Fi, you can even get better Wi-Fi if you got Ethernet because you can run the Wi-Fi through a network. Right. And you can get them Wi-Fi boosters. And you can connect it directly to your internet instead of it being like some kind of weird radio Wi-Fi hey, booster. Hey, bro, you lost me a while ago. I don't know I'm what you're talking about. I'm sorry, but I'm going somewhere, and I think I think this is a thing. I think this it's is appreciated. A thing. Yes, yeah, you know. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm I'm finna completely nerd out, and I'm finna show y'all exactly the system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna show you the system that I that I actually. I'm looking to uh, employ once I do it. So this right here is the Unify. If anybody is looking for high quality, if you are oh hardwiring the system, right, 
and you only want to make sure that you have the extremely fast Wi-Fi or if you have an Airbnb or if you have any property where you're going to be running any kind of security, right? And you want to be able to monitor that Wi-Fi, you want to go to unify.com and they're going to have, they allow you, you'll see these. Now that you've seen this, you'll see these everywhere. Oh, you're going to start seeing them places. And what they do is they can put these little things, different places, and you have extremely fast Wi-Fi, um, even whether you are hardwired or not. So, so on this thing right here, you can see every device that's connected to your Wi-Fi. Every device that's connected to your Wi-Fi, you could. I mean, it just opens up so many doors uh, with the ability to have Ethernet in them houses, and that's why I believe that the right customer will see it and immediately overpay. So, you think I should run Ethernet <laughs> yeah, in my house? Yeah, Ruby says she gonna overpay. She gonna overpay. <laughs> If you don't pay for a house for the Ethernet, put a flame in the chat, man. I'm just trying to see if this shit normal or something, man. <laughs> if, yeah, they, if, they, if they tell me, let's just say I'm walking in a house with an agent, they say they got Ethernet, I ain't going to know what she's talking about. I'm going to be like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's, it's a thing. It is definitely a thing. See, Ashley, shout out to Ashley in the building. You know what I mean? Yep. So, that's he, what's he, up, man. Yeah, so I, I think that's 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 the wave of the future. Now that's just something that I'm I'm doing, right? Because I do believe that it 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 adds to the value of the house for the right buyer. And I think in Houston, bro, them them buyers, they know. They know about that kind of stuff, especially when you in the heights, in these up and coming areas, bro. Yeah, them them hippies, they love that, bro. Them hipsters. Yeah, yeah they oh, come on, bro. It's a hipster situation. Bro, let me tell you, they love it. They love it cuz they know the value of it. They know the value of it. Man, I want to know, man, if y'all getting value from today's conversation, tonight's show, man, put some flames in the chat, man. We're just trying to figure out. We're going to have a good time tonight. <laughs> See, Ashley said, I can guarantee you our entire neighborhood would do this. We're sick of Wi-Fi. Wi -Fi. It's a fact. So Wi-Fi is going away? On it's first, not that it's going have... away. It's just, it's just unreliable, right? It's not as reliable as you're going to have so, different... Especially in the city, right? So in big city, when you oh, when you, it's too much congestion. Yeah, it's unreliable. I'm, I'm really trying to think the wave of the internet. It started with AOL, and then it went to the actual hardwire. Mm -hmm. Then it went to Wi-Fi. So now we're going back to hardwire. Yeah, and even if you do hardwire, right? The fact that you can hardwire directly to a, a Wi-Fi booster, now you have reliable Wi-Fi. But you still need Ethernet uh, to do that. See what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a whole situation right yeah. there, bro. Even the doorbells, the cameras, the speakers, the smart speak, bro. It's just, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Hmm. Ethernet is a new wave. I wonder if Malcolm got Ethernet in his house. He and IT. <laughs> a lot of the older houses don't have them, but if you look at some of the newer ones, they they are starting to build it in, especially in the entertainment systems. So, so you only building, you only putting that in houses in third ward and fifth ward or just third ward? Any area where I feel like it's up and coming, right? So I wouldn't Anywhere where they got the hippies. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Malcolm what, say he got to unify. He got to unify. What, what's, that, what's that? Is that thing you just showed? Absolutely. Oh, my God. So that's a <laughs> Wi-Fi booster, right? No, nah, I do more than Wi-Fi. It's a whole Robert network. Robert probably got it, too. I can see, yeah, Malcolm and Robert probably got that. Yeah. Yeah. So it, here's the thing, though. When you go to most restaurants, 
they have systems like that. That's what they have. Um, you know, that's what they utilize. They use it for their speakers, for their for their internet, for all of those things. You know, when you go to hotels, that's what they're using. Most businesses, that's what they're using. Because they got a lot of people in the area using yeah. the same Wi-Fi. Using the same. And they can set up, you know, blocks and all kinds. You can do all kinds of stuff with it. I mean, it it, 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 it gets well, really, really that? Is it a monthly thing much. or is it one-time? Is yeah. it one-time? It's not that much, bro. You know what I'm saying? You're not dealing with it. That's, that's the reason why I'm willing to do it up front because it doesn't cost that much to do up front. But the return, the return is 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 crazy. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So we got we got any any questions, man? Any questions? Drop your what, questions what, in the chat. What what would you be your biggest things? Top three things you you could leave the people with tonight. Entering in 2024, what, what, what would you say? I would say this. I would say this. If you can pick up a deal, right? As a partnership, do it, right? If you don't know how to do that, connect with me and uh, um, and I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? And show you yeah, whether I keep the deal and I pay you for sending me the deal uh, so that, because I think you should really do it yourself. But if you don't feel confident doing it yourself, you can send it to me and then I can walk you through the entire process uh, on, on, on doing it. And that way you can pick up that next one yourself and run the play yourself. I think anybody should be able to do it. And the reason why I like the partnership play is because here's the deal. You're not putting money out of your pocket. You're still getting a great piece of land, right? And as the property values go up, while you searching for permits, while you doing this, while you waiting on this, whatever the weight may be, you're gaining in value every single time. And when they drop these interest rates and any of you in, I think flips are going to be critically important right now as well. Oh, I think anybody that's flipping a property right now, if interest rates continue to go down, that's only going to, if it's a deal now, if you can make a flip a deal now, you always set yourself up for a win by the time we get to June, July, August, right? So you, by the time you done flipped it and put it on the market, we're going to be June, July, August, you're going to be in the money. You're going to be in the money. Um, obviously wholesaling is going to be critical right now, but I think really, man, ownership is going to be critical. I think ownership is going to be critical if you can do that. I like it. I like it. I love it. I'll say myself, man, top three things. You got to educate yourself on whatever you're going to do. Uh, don't just rely on the education you get off of, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, et cetera, man. Uh, try to deeply dive in somebody's program and ain't got to be ours, somebody. Because at the end of the day, most people lose because they're not educated. Because yeah. we hear people losing real estate all the time. They lose because they don't have the proper education and they run into towards situations that they're not ready for. That's what I advise. People get educated, work on your credit, um, go print out your credit report tonight if you haven't already. Go on annualcreditreport.com, see what's going on. A lot of people don't know what's going on in their credit. Don't be scared to pull it, man. <laughs> pull your credit, see what's going on. And another thing, uh, take action, man. Take action. Get around community people that's actually doing what you want to do. And take some action. That's that's my top three things. Yeah, I love it. Tyree asked the question, um, how long, it says, how will you determine how long it would take the profit from the 500K after cashing out the seller? That's the beautiful thing about the partnership, right? They're in it with you. 
So as you're selling these properties, y'all are getting paid back all at the same time. So it's not like they're getting anything different from what you're getting. So you just keep that that part. So let's say, for instance, if you got, um, you know, five hundred thousand that you got to pay back, right? Maybe them a um, hundred thousand and the loan that you have on the land on the properties four hundred thousand, right? And you turn around and you selling these assets off one by one, and let's say you sell one of them, right? Then you take the profits, you bust that down accordingly, and then you get to the next one and you bust that down accordingly, and then until you sell all of them. That's, you know, that's, it is what it is. You just bust it down accordingly. And they understand that up front because y'all explained that. And had that Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll say another thing with this partnership thing, man. Make sure y'all crystal clear up front. Don't be doing no shady stuff, man. Because at the end of the day, people you partner with may have some other properties that they didn't tell you about. Facts. They may have an auntie or cousin that got some properties. That they didn't tell you about. So always put your best foot forward with partnering with people and do good business, man. Do don't good have business. your name. Don't have don't, don't have your name bad, man. Yeah. Don't be trying to get over people that's trying to help you, man. Because a lot of people do that. I ain't gonna lie. I don't even want nobody to run this play. I'm telling y'all, <laughs> I don't want y'all to run the play because I don't want y'all to mess it up before you. like <laughs> before I get before I before I didn't exhaust it. You know what I'm saying? And and it's not listen, I want everybody to run the play if you are moving with integrity, right? You know that you are you are dealing with somebody else's property and probably somebody else's livelihood and they life savings, right? Like run the play if you understand those things and you moving with integrity. But if you got some fuck shit in your character and you know that in your blood, yeah. If you got fuck shit running through your blood right now, just leave it alone. Do other plays. You can wholesale. You can do all kind of other plays. Don't do creative finance and don't do no partnership plays or anything that deals with you having to have integrity because you will mess it up for everybody. I don't want to be hearing about it on the news about somebody partnering with somebody and now something goofy happened. And I don't even know what the hell it is that you didn't you didn't done because you didn't mess over somebody and yourself cuz typically when you mess over somebody else you're going to mess over yourself too. So um yeah just avoid those things if you know you ain't got to see it through it this about yourself. So facts man facts. I say before we get out of here man if y'all find any value at any time man give us a like man we almost at that 50 piece man we almost at that 50 piece. Yeah, we need eight more people, man. If y'all find any value, man, like this, like the video, bro. Yeah, man. But uh, you got any final words, man? Nah, man. I just want to say, man, I appreciate everybody for rocking with us, man. Make sure you share it out. You know, tell two or three people uh, uh, when you come back next week, you know, when we do this. Because we really just trying to give out the game, um, add value. Um, I know for a fact that the stuff that we talked about tonight will make somebody a lot of money um, if they utilize these 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 strategies. These are real life strategies. These are not theory. We're doing this now, right? Doing this now. So so um, just just know that we ain't talking theory. You talking any theory tonight, Oak? I don't believe it there. <laughs> I <don't> believe. It. <laughs> I like saying. I like to speak on things I've done. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, um, but I say uh, another thing, man. This is the second to last Tuesday of the year, man. Y'all got to get prepared, man. And we we will be here next Tuesday. Next Tuesday will be the last Tuesday of the year. So uh, me and Byron are heavy with the consistency. So don't don't yes. think we're going nowhere, man. We're here every Tuesday night, here every Tuesday morning. 
here every Thursday morning. It may soon be Wednesday morning. We'll see. We got to figure that out. We got Shay What's in the up? building. Oh, What's going Shea on, Shay? What's up? You got to unmute. You got to unmute. Hey, I just wanted to say something real quick. Uh, give you. give people that are looking to purchase the lot, some lots in the near future. Um, don't overpay for your lots, guys. So a formula that I like to use Whatever your ARV is on the uh, total of what you're trying to build on a lot, you, you want to stay around 10 to 15 percent of that ARV. That's 10 to 15 percent of that ARV. If you can get it for lesser, then by all means, but you want to stay uh, below those numbers to see the profit that Byron is talking about. Facts. Right. That's a great point. Uh, if you if partnering with somebody on a new construction, that's something I'm definitely looking to do, but it won't make sense uh, on the back end if they are paid for the lot. For the lot. So yeah, that was just a, a formula that I, I, I was taught, and um, I, I heard that was like pretty important. So y'all yeah. start there. I heard Malachi say the same thing. Yeah, you can't overpay. You can't overpay. But here's the thing. I will. My thing is this. You know, I'll do overpay the for you the, the back end. The though. back end. Yeah, on the back end. Yeah. So we clear we, we split on the profits. But in terms of overpaying for the land, now you get you get the you get the the pure land value um, going into the deal. Um, and what that how that benefits me is that I'm not paying anything until that that deal is complete, and then I break you off some of the profit based on the amount of land that you brought into the deal. Um, and that's just profit sharing at the end of the day, not uh, guarantees. So. Love it. Love it. With that being said, man, we out of here, man. See it, catch us next Tuesday, catch us Thursday morning, catch us tomorrow morning. Uh, man, I love this, bro. And look, make, make sure if you're interested, join the membership. Um, got a lot of value in that. Got some merch coming. You get discount on merch. You get exclusive um, content. You got three different levels. We got Trailblazer, Visionary, Legacy. How you join, it is next to the subscribe button. So you got to do is click it. And you see the other things that come with it. And uh, that's it, man. We out of here, man. Y'all have a good night. We appreciate y'all. As always, peace. Yes, indeed. What's up, y'all? So most people struggle with sales. A lot of us in real estate, and we struggle with our sales. We struggle with follow-up. We struggle with leads. And we're just basically missing out on deals. For me, I just got on Taskify CRM. They send messages out for you. And look, a lot of us have work. When you get off of work, you have hot leads ready for you. Make sure you check out Taskify CRM. I'm telling you, it automatically replies for you. And look, it sends you multiple messages. Like we're talking about drip, drip campaigns, so you're not missing up on the lead follow-up. So make sure you check out Taskify CRM. Use coupon code NOSTINGENERGY to get 10% off. I'm about to show y'all inside my CRM so I can see how it really works. Make sure y'all check it out. Peace.